Stanford Steve and the Bear is presented by Allstate. Get protected from mayhem this year when you switch and save with Allstate. The underdog is howling. Stanford Steve and the Bear. Ah, yes. A home team getting points. What's better than that? Welcome in. Week 13. We are here. Thanksgiving week. Feast week. Bears, obvious travel week all over the place. World Cup in action. I already got muted not to say anything watching the games from Bear. We're, we're working on time tendencies here. Um, yeah, I was going to say, you're, you're, you're about 30 somewhat seconds I'm ahead not, of me. I'm not even looking at it anymore. I'm looking at you, good. my man. That's Focus. Well, Focus I'm sorry. On the pod. You shouldn't be looking at me either. Uh, good to have you back. Crazy travel for you that ended in Columbia, South Carolina yeah. for that, that? fiasco. <laughs> Um, like I was, I was thinking while it was going on, like trying to draw a comparison to like something we've seen in the past, where it was just like one team completely out of the blue, like zero expectation that that could ever happen, putting on an offensive show like that. And like I know people brought up that Iowa Ohio State game at Kinnick a few years ago, but that was like JT Barrett turning the ball over, throwing yeah. pick sixes. Like this was just. South Carolina, which had done nothing on offense all year long, going out there and hanging 63 up on the balls. That was I, – I can't think of anything that's close to it. First off, we're all depressed about the news about the college football game being delayed till 24. But that's what I thought of, Bear, watching this game. It was <laughs> you build your team up, you get that five-star recruit and the best quarterback in the country – and he makes every single throw about the against the top team in the country coming mm-hmm. here, no matter what it was, over the middle, deep shots. Rattler was the guy that everybody thought he was going to be at Oklahoma Saturday night in Columbia. It was unbelievable. I look, I was with a buddy. Uh, we went to uh, see Ohio State in person. We'll get to that in a couple minutes. Uh, but I said they were down 11, I think, in the fourth quarter, and they were minus 145 to win the game. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. And I I just now, uh, since then I actually started following that night. I started following it, uh, you know, just the live wagers on SC and UCLA, how that game was going and in Oregon and Utah, how that debacle was going. So it was, um, you know, the, the, the trust there, I'm sure people still jumped in on Tennessee, knowing what we've seen from them. And the problem is, that Scott and I talked earlier this week about the idea of this lost season for Tennessee and how I hope people don't forget what Hendon Hooker put together in his Correct. time, knowing that it's going to be forgotten. Uh, I would doubt they're going to be in a New Year's Six game now, uh, even though they beat Alabama and you have the trickle-down effect of LSU and, and Georgia, uh, the SEC title game. So, Still an unbelievable ride. I can't believe how bad it was to wake up Sunday for Tennessee fans. But, you know, just, again, I'm sorry. You were there. I mean, they ran out of fireworks in the stadium. That That's all you <laughs> need to know. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It, it was it was something just to sit there and see and just you thought that maybe at some point Tennessee would find some answers defensively, but it just, it just never happened. But what you said about Rattler, that, that was – when I, when I was sitting there, I'm like, you know what? Good for him. But like that was the Spencer Rattler of two years ago in 
in, in, in the COVID year 2020 that we thought that ever that was what we were going to see in 2021. But 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 good for him for for stick hanging in there, sticking it out. He hadn't played well all year. You're down your 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 starting running backs. Like there was no reason to think that that could happen. But that's why the stupid, dumb, beautiful sport that we all love. That, that was uh, Exhibit A, and not not to get on the, uh, the the pulpit here, but when we expand in the playoff to twelve teams, we're going to lose that. The games and nights like that are um, things that we are going to lose because Tennessee would still be in the playoff. Would it have been a great win for South Carolina, a great upset? Sure, but the sheer like, oh, my goodness, South Tennessee's out of the college football playoff now, that's gone. Yes, but I do, hearing people talk about, and this is what the committee, I guess, is hung up on about the home games, I think those home games and buys and whatever are going to be major major motivation uh for teams knowing the possibility of on your you're on that cusp of the tier whether it's one through four or that five through eight uh so i i get what you're saying i understand it but i still think when it when a home game and stuff like that is on the line we're still gonna have it um i think the energy is, is something that you definitely think about knowing what South Carolina brings to the table for for sure in a home crowd, knowing that they are not the top program on either side of the SEC. That that's what was cool, and I don't. I I like I said, I get what you're saying, but there's there's still going to be plenty of motivation, I think, for those teams. That mayhem in Columbia, South Carolina, last Saturday night is our mayhem moment for this week. This. Mayhem Moment is brought to you by Allstate. Protect yourself from mayhem and save money by switching to Allstate. I was at the Snake Pit for a great crowd for Ohio yeah, State. That? I mean, I, I and then and, and we could just get into it, Bear. Like it, it really makes me think because I I went back and watched the end of Michigan uh, just to see. I mean, obviously the quorum injury, but then I'm walking in the stadium. And you hear everybody whispering, you know, on their phones, TCU's in trouble, Michigan's in trouble. Like the end of the noon slate was in, was was Army going to get that touchdown to cover in the fourth quarter for me? That's that was all I cared about. And then people brought up the TCU <laughs> and and Michigan idea. But when I watch Ohio State, and you were on you you've been on this, or were you going to buy into the idea of Ohio State and the guys that haven't played and the health factor and them just trudging along as a 20-point favorite every week. Were they bored? Do they still have, you know, some bullets in the gun for Michigan? Have they been holding back the offense? I just saw an offensive line that normally to me at Ohio State, it doesn't matter who goes in at running back. You're you're they're gonna get their yards. And when I watch the interior three for Ohio State, it is not what I'm accustomed to seeing. Mm-hmm. I, I see some averageness. I don't see that get after your ass mentality. And I think about the other guys on the other side of Michigan with those front guys, they are going to bring the fight to Ohio state. That stuff will travel now Michigan side of thing, an absolute mess without quorum. And obviously the other thing no one ever talks about is Edwards. And when you think about either, no, exactly. And quorum did come back in the game. That he came back in the game and had a carry in the third quarter. And obviously we see him delivering his turkeys uh in Ypsilanti 
and everybody's, you know, fired up for Michigan that it looks good as he's walking in a driveway. And that's the only video we get of him out of uniform. But I have to say that makes me even more hesitant on Michigan, seeing them without those two guys at running back and the lack of consistency uh, with, with JJ throwing, throwing deep balls. Uh, he did get the job done and and got three straight field goal drives uh, when, the, when the game was on the line against a really good defense. Maybe it wasn't pass interference that helped him out at the end, but um, your first inkling in, in Michigan-Ohio State. Yeah, my, my first inkling is that they're going to have to be much better in the red zone because mm. you saw it last week. You saw it in the Michigan State game. Uh, it didn't. It didn't get them beat yet. They were able to overcome both games, but the, this is going to be a game where you're going to have to score touchdowns, not field goals. So if Michigan isn't better in the red zone, that that's a massive problem. Uh, at, at the same time, though, you know, it's supposed to be wet. Uh, who knows how that is going to affect uh, both offenses in the game? Uh, the, throwing the ball, we've seen obviously CJ Stroud last year in the cold and the wind had, had issues throwing the ball. So uh, will will he be affected by this? I have no confidence at all in the Michigan passing game. Uh, I, I think if they it, it showed like they they need to have the threat of a running game in there in order to help their offense out. If they don't, if I had to play this game right now, sitting here when we're recording this on Tuesday, uh, under looks like the play That's... for me because you're you're not going to see. I don't think. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, who has the the slowest healing hamstring in the history of college football. Like, let, let me let me ask you. Like, I mean, I know you're not a you weren't a, a wide receiver with the skill and the speed mm-hmm. uh, of him, but three months for a hamstring doesn't that seem a little exce- like like that's that's long, isn't it? The problem I had I had bad ha- I had hamstring issues, uh, and I will say I don't know how bad he tweaked it or re-injured it when he came back. I forgot what game that was. It Wisconsin. I think it was Wisconsin or or another game. And the problem, it really is like I tore mine twice, Bear, and it's literally, you feel it like it's, it's like a gas tank. Like you could feel it building all the way up. You know when it's full and when it's fully stretched and you're ready to go. And the worst thing is, is when you feel that tightness, it scares you, man. It's it really holds you back. You can't go. You can't cut loose. It feels terrible. Uh, so I, I get his frustration with that. So I I get it, but I also feel like, man, like it's over. The season's over, man. Like it, it's it's you know if you're if you can't give yourself a little bit, uh, we've seen the the defensive sort of curtail now towards Harrison's deal. Uh, our Eric Harrison side, he comes out first mm-hmm. play against Maryland, catches a fade, yeah. and you think he's going to have a monster day, and Maryland does a great job. And I'll give Maryland credit. That secondary, I thought they had some talent, and they came, they showed up, man. They they really did. They played great against Ohio State. And um, I, I feel like Stroud would be that much better, obviously, if he had all his toys to play with. So um, I, I I look at that dynamic. I do think Michigan will run the ball. Uh, and that's why I'm with you. I, if anything, right now it's it's on the under uh, in that game. So, when when's the last time Michigan won two in a row in the series? What was it? Uh, it had 80, to be when I was in college. It was, well, it was right. It was right. It was right before Trussell got hired. It was a uh, ninety nine uh, two thousand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So 
obviously that would entail a win in each stadium in Michigan. It's been a while since that win in, in Columbus. So I probably sound nuts for saying this, but I feel like USC Notre Dame interests me more than Michigan, Ohio state. Why, why is that? Is it because because... of absolute total contrast in styles? Okay. And I've seen Notre Dame dictate tempo style of play in that Clemson game. I've saw them dictate that same exact style of play against North Carolina. I saw that same style of play on the road against Carolina and against Syracuse. I'm not putting those teams in USC's tier, but when then when you factor in yes, and you look are. at the cape that Caleb Williams played with Saturday night, I I don't know how this is going to play out because now it feels like, you know, Notre Dame's been out without their safety, Joseph, for a couple of weeks. Uh, it sounds like um, Hart, Cam Hart, the corner, uh, they don't know if he's going to be playing. And if you're Notre Dame watching that tape, you need all hands on deck uh, defensively against USC. And I feel like we haven't covered Caleb Williams to the extent that we should have, knowing what time he usually plays every week. He was absolutely incredible against UCLA. They needed every single one of those plays, and that's mm-hmm. when I talked last week about him being the most valuable player in college football. I think he he proved it. Uh, what's on his plate every single snap and knowing what he has to do because of that defense uh, is mind-blowing to me. And I will say this. It wasn't pretty, but USC – I thought was a lot better against UCLA against the run than I thought they were going to be. And I think it's, I think it surprised UCLA too. Yeah, I, I, I do. And it, it, it certainly forced more of the game at DTR. We saw DTR make some of the plays that always seems to hold him back just a little bit with the, uh, the voodoo doll, the turnover, turnover doll that they, uh, huh. that SC's got 20, one now they, is it 20 or 21. It's either 24 and four or 25 and four. I think it's 24 and four. I think it's the fourth time this year they forced uh, at least four turnovers in the game. I think. And they won by three. Yep. The- by the way, it kills me. It, it, it is someone who had UCLA in the game as well. That call on the timeout before half to ice the kicker, just that. That was the, that was the margin of the game. Kid missed the kick, iced him. The kid, the kid had missed two chip shots already, and why, why would you want to have him call timeout and have the kid stand out there and get a chance to relax, catch his breath? I mean, they, they, man, whatever. It he, happens. He, he knew it as soon as he called the timeout. Yep. He saw his face. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. He saw his face. Yep. Uh, yeah, so that was four to one turnovers last week for USC again. So the other thing on top of the contrast of styles is – I. I've said it for a week. I can't get there with Pine at quarterback. Um, no, no. But the offensive line will travel. You know that. They've done a great job. Um, I mean, they are playing inferior opponents, but when you look at what they've done the last, what is it, since the Stanford loss, 44 against BC, 35 against Navy, 35 against Clemson, 41 against Syracuse, 44 UNLV. So 30, 35 against Clemson with what? Two non-offensive touchdowns? That's that's the other thing, too, about that people saying um, 
you know, they crushed Clemson. That was 14 nothing going to the fourth quarter. Yeah. You know, so this idea that they pummeled them, I get it. That's what I said. They dictated tempo, physicality, and 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 style of play for sure, but it wasn't 35 nothing at the half. So can you hold down SC's offense? Because you're this is like I said, it's a I mean, they're not even in the same category as Clemson offensively. I mean, they couldn't be farther away. As right. I, and, and if you're going to compare USC to Clemson, then I would go back to the liner days uh, when you look at these offenses. So that's why I, I find it fascinating because whoever does, I mean, that that totals now what? 60, 63, 63. I don't 64. I, that's telling that's high, me, man, that's, that's high. telling me Notre Dame's got to score 38 to to win the game. Now they're going to limit USD's possessions, but that means they're scoring touchdowns every time, and that's the thing I can't see. If I take it aside, I'm going to take Notre Dame because the line keeps going down, and that doesn't make sense to me. I, it, it's it's a lean towards the Notre Dame and, and the under for me in this game. Yeah, it, it, just like the Michigan-Ohio State game, under is the, uh, the thing that I can sit here right now uh, and play just because of Notre Dame having the tempo uh, advantage holding the ball. Uh, you would think that they'd get a couple of stops. Uh, again, will if, if it's sixty-four, and, and and you you like, is this going to be 30, 38, 35? I don't think so. I don't think Notre Dame's offense can put up can put up thirty-five the game without some help from from SC. So we'll see. I, I, I think it's an under game. And just so you know, I'm I'm pretty sure our column, like we're doing this Tuesday morning. And our column will be out later in the week. We don't have anything official. I'm going to try and get you a couple uh, to fire away now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. While we're on unders, I think Auburn Bama is an under game. I, I think you wait. I think it touches fifty, but I look at what Auburn's capable offensively, and they'll obviously be as jacked up as can be to, to play this game. It it's sort of played out when the game has been this big of favorite, except last year. Uh, seeing what Bryce had to do to get that drive uh, to, in order to win that game, but. I, I really think uh, Bamba will will do what they do. Uh, I mean, sound win against Austin P. I'm not putting Auburn in Austin P's category, but 34 nothing, get in and get out. I think Bama will try and, and, and pound 
uh, Auburn. I think that clock will be running. If I had anything in that game, I would lean towards the under in that one also in the Iron Bowl. Yeah, I, I have a hard time playing in this game just because you don't know what coaching news is coming come, come, come up here in the, yeah. in the course of the week. And what what is Alabama's psyche for, for this game? We, we talked about it, knowing that they got no chance to get into the SEC title game. Uh, all those things are all those goals are are, are dashed and, and are you going to go out and yeah it's a rivalry and yeah you're, you have you're a player and you have pride but at the same time uh, I think it'd be could be a little hard to get to get motivated for that and you know that Auburn uh is played really well under Cadillac Williams so you would think that they will certainly put forth a very spirited effort uh, at the very least so I would probably lean towards taking uh, taking Auburn in the uh, the twenty two if I had okay. to uh, play this game. All right, really excited for the Civil War. That number reeks. I think you that, no, to- that that's one play that I do like. Not to cut you off, I like Oregon. My, you my do, is, yeah, I do. I, I, I do. I, I think. Why well, I, I don't think Oregon State can really scare them on offense. I, I like the fact that Lanning. Is kind of taken over the defense, and it showed last week uh, that they're, they're improved. I think you get another week out of Knicks uh, being healthy or, or getting healthier. I mean, will will he be a hundred percent? I'm sure he won't be, but I, but I, th- I I like Oregon in this game. I, I think Oregon State's going to have a lot of t- a lot of difficulty uh, scoring points in this game. I'll tell you what they are. I feel like has forgotten a team in the upper tier of power five conferences that you could think of when I talk about Oregon state, I do think the defense is legit and I, I can't believe how bad Utah's offense was against Oregon Saturday night. I mean, it was just an atrocity seeing cam rising, turn the ball over like that. That game mm-hmm. was there for the taken. You knew what was Oregon was going to do. The two deep throws, uh, Bo Nix made were incredible. Uh, but I think, Oregon State has the best defense in in the conference. So how does that factor in at home? We know the hatred in this rivalry. I don't know what to expect from Knicks, what he looked like, and seeing Oregon State having a game of tape on that too. I, I like the the tenacity that Oregon State brings to the brings to the table. I, I do see what you're saying though with Oregon's playmakers also. Like they have more skilled. The quarterback situation is not great for Oregon State, but I give that coaching staff a ton of credit to string along all these wins uh, with their backup. And uh, it's been really cool to see. It's one of my favorite games of of the year every year. So I'm fascinated to see what happens there. Um, it's not it's not a play. I just I just want to see how it plays out. Obviously, if Oregon loses, are they still going to the Pac-12 title game? I don't. I don't. I don't think we, we know all of the, the permutations. I, I think there's like a, still a situation where Washington might be able to get in. Yeah. Like it's weird. I, I have to study up on all of my, uh, all of my possibilities this week. Let's see here. So, or yeah, if Oregon, I think if I, I, I think it might be as simple as, or is, is Oregon. Let me, well, well, the Oregon can't win a tie break with you, Doug. No. Lost and no, if they, if Oregon loses, and Washington wins and Utah wins, they'll all be six and two in the conference. So there's no head to head with Washington and Utah. So I feel like head the first head to head would be the kicker 
Yeah, it's but, probably, so if, if, if they don't all play, if they don't all play each other, it's probably some uh, some deal with the with, with uh, you form a mini conference. I, I should be up on all this. I apologize for not no. for not looking at it. So no, I, should. I should know this. I do find Wazoo interesting. Home dog in the Apple Cup. Obviously, no one watched Washington last week and their win against Colorado. The last time everybody watched them was that win against Oregon. I feel like they're going to get all the money here. And Wazoo has done a really good job with their defense. Uh, sleepy spot last week and just went to Arizona and gave it to them. Uh, I could see 1030 Eastern kick in Pullman. What is that weather going to be? Good <laughs> That'll God. Be fun. I, That'll I, be Shumbay Wright Fair-esque. I don't, I don't doubt Michael Penix, but I'm not sure he's he's seen that kind of weather, what he possibly could get. Uh, but that's a hold-off. I got to see what that weather is Saturday night. I yeah, do the, the other hold the other hold off too is you got to hold off on uh on uh on Kansas Kansas State yeah. as well. I mean, just just because of the Texas result on I mean, right. it's just that you have a you have a hard time laying points in that game. Yeah, Kansas Kansas State's going to want to go out and win the game. Uh but but at the same time if Texas goes out there and 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 loses on uh on Friday to Baylor, which I don't think they will, um Kansas State does have to go win the game. Mhm. I do find Texas Tech as a home dog interesting against Oklahoma. Oklahoma did all they needed to do in the first quarter in Bedlam last week. And I feel like in a year where Texas Tech, they've done a good job, it looks like, in recruiting coming up. They get the win at Texas, you know, to start Big 12 season at home. And now you can end it with a win over Oklahoma. I think there's going to be plenty of motivation uh, with Texas Tech. I just worry about that quarterback situation. Uh, they got what they needed to do. Uh, it hasn't and, mattered, though. And Ames, I know. It, you're going to have to score, though, against Oklahoma. We know that. Um, and are they capable to score enough? But I definitely had Texas Tech circled as a possible play this week. Um, looking at the early games, Egg Bowl, I mean, all this stuff coming out about Lane, I would think if it has any – uh, substance, they would just say, go ahead now. Like, don't even worry about coaching this game. Bad no. weather, bad weather is well expected on on Thursday night. I, I heard a lot, lots of rain. Oh, yeah, that's so going to we'll, be at Ole Miss. We'll so that, yeah, that's natural grass. So that's good luck with that one. Tulane, Cincy. No, it's not. No, they have the uh, they have the field turf. No, I thought Ole Miss is grass. Anyway. American Conference, Tulane plus two at Cincinnati. Anything? Uh, no. Okay. Territorial Cup, Arizona looking for some payback? Doesn't this look like Arizona or pass? I just, just wonder what Arizona, Arizona You know, the injuries that they've had on the offensive side of the ball, it's a feels like a tough deal. Uh, for I mean, against an Arizona team that you know can, can score some points after the the turnover fest that Delara had last week. Yeah, and that game, I still think is one of the toughest to predict. I, 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 I could be totally wrong, but when you go back and look at underdogs winning that game on the field, it feels like it happens a lot more times than it doesn't. So that is definitely one thing uh, to keep an eye on. Every other game in the Big Ten, um, Indiana, I think I need them to lose. Yeah, therefore I got four and a half for them. Yeah, no, so do I. That was yeah, so do I. That was a, a bit of clinch last a, a, week. 
those those wins they had early in the year where they had like the eight percent combined win probability or whatever it was winning winning those games kind of hurt so we basically we, but we are we're in a hard spot here uh with, with this because you would it is the bucket game and you would think purdue would come out and take care of business but if they're discouraged after Iowa beats Nebraska on Friday and clinches the berth in the Big Ten championship game, then then how do they show up for this game on Saturday? So I still I guess think the bucket means everything, Bear. I do, and, and according to Lee Corso, what does is well, he's he has used it as a Thanksgiving centerpiece before, and he's told us about the bucket, about it, what <laughs> what it means in that rivalry. So uh, yeah, at the very least, Steve. We'll have an opportunity to get a little bit back on a nice money line price on uh, on Saturday. Uh, I was to, thinking about just doubling down, thinking Purdue wins the game, and then just take Indiana could, plus you the points. Do, or you could do that. I was going to say take Purdue plus the points. I mean, Indiana plus the points, yeah. that could be a uh, uh, a double spot. So Yeah, I yeah, think Indiana would do that. We'll have options. Uh, we'll have options. Okay. I can't believe I got there with South Carolina on that win Saturday night. Season total over, <laughs> unbelievable. And and, and 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 this is a game this week where you're going to have to be careful with South Carolina because if you're spinning around the dial on your television, like like every like when you see those rivalry game mm-hmm. uh, week games where you got the fight on the field before the game starts, yeah. this is the one to keep your eye on this week. South Carolina feeling a little. A, a, a little bowed right now, pumping their chest after the big win. Clemson trying to defend their home turf and keep their playoff hopes alive. Like this could be the one that gets a little chippy, I think, uh, on the field before the game. Like it's hard. I mean, you cannot expect South Carolina to go out and play that way again. Like, like don't you? Isn't this Clemson yeah, or pass in this game? Yeah, I'm with you. I I think. Basically, South Carolina is not going to be able to play as well as they did Saturday night. That's what you're thinking. But is it 14 and a half worse than Clemson? I don't know. I I, I really like I, I don't like that that pressure that Rattler's going to face this Saturday is a hell of a lot different than what he was able to get uh, going last week. So it's a it's a funky number. I I don't I don't like. The idea of that South Carolina offense going on the road against Clemson. Brzee didn't even play last week, and they had no problem shutting down Miami. I know South Carolina is better than Miami, but um, that number just, I don't know. I, I thought it would be lower, and that's what scares me there in, in, into your uh, inkling about uh, Clemson. What about Florida, Florida State? Is is. It's in Tallahassee. I think it's nine and a half now. Mm-hmm. Feels a little too high. It feels That's like Florida. We had I had Vandy last week. Feels like feels like after and getting a, an embarrassing loss against Vanderbilt, like like you're against your rival. That's a good. It's a good time to a good opportunity to bounce back and forget about last week and take on a team that is is playing arguably the best football in the SEC right now. Yeah, no doubt in my mind. I don't think it's case. close. Yeah. I'm so mad I got off of them. Uh, I was uh, – where did I have – oh, against Miami. And that was right in the middle of the run. I should have just wrote it out. I, I feel like I talk about that every year. If you see something you like in the middle of October with a team, just stay on it. And um, they are the perfect example uh, of that, of Florida State and how they have just – that offense is clicking 
and nothing is, is, is stopping them. I will be interested in knowing what this game means and to salvage anything for Napier and the staff, what, what, what a win would do in this game. Uh, that that's another, a tricky line. Um, another one too. Arkansas, how good they looked against Ole Miss now going to Columbia, Missouri and laying three to Missouri. This is that, one game that I actually like. Oh, you like the home dog. Yes, I do. Okay. Like, I, I think that game, I think that was the lay it on the line game last week. Play your, play your best and put, put it all into that. You get KJ back after the, the, the close loss to LSU and you put up a huge number. This, this screams Missouri to me. Okay. All right. We got a couple leans. Uh, I'll have BYU. I, 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 think, I think they'll be okay against the run too. Yeah. Missouri's, Missouri's front is better. Very than good. Is. Very good. Uh, I'll have BYU against Stanford in a game where, good God, I, I, I don't. I think it's just parents only at that game. Yeah. I, how? I mean, how it is? I don't understand. How would is Stanford? I mean, like uh, this game's 10, 11 o'clock Eastern. Oh Lord, eleven Eastern on the one for fun Saturday night. Uh, they tried to piece together a win against Cal, and they just almost did. Couldn't help not turn the ball over. Uh, so I will I will have BYU. Fresno, we've been on them. Love the story. Sets up for an awesome game next week. I just, they, they're, they're in. So this game doesn't mean anything. Right. So laying 15 at home, um, mm, I don't like that. Same, same situation with UTSA, by the way. Like laying 18 at home against UTEP already in next week. Nothing, nothing at stake. Okay. All right. Could be some sides there. I think I got to take Army again. They're giving 20 to UMass. UMass just went down and got physically manhandled by AM. And now Did you're. I'm saying the 60 minute totality of that against an SEC school, they're not really built for. That, that that's a tough week to get back up and practice for Army here. And the best thing I saw all Saturday was Army going up seven nothing on UConn, and that made me feel really good about the day. <laughs> and then I lose an undefeated week uh on the on the field goal by Stanford, uh, knowing we had the under and Cal in that one, but we got lucky with Cal with the late cover. So we'll take the three in one week. But yeah, I think I'm gonna have Army again in the column um as they ramp up for army navy am i nuts to like Rutgers plus the 14 uh it, 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 what 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 does maryland have correct how do, how do they bounce back after last week but then again you you we saw Rutgers take an early lead on penn state and then that was Oof. quickly quickly erased and quickly forgotten and that turned into uglyville hmm um, action Louisville, Kentucky. Mm, don't love it. Illinois, 14 and Northwestern. You can have it. Minnesota is not good without Tanner Morgan at quarterback. I will say that. Uh, but then you have a team that just beat Nebraska by one, given three and a half at home. Uh, mentioned the Indiana play. Wake Forest down to three and a half against Duke. Not much resistance in that game. Nope. Tennessee, what what do we what do we think of the balls this oh, week? Oh man. I, I just want to I just want to see I just want to see a redo of the Vandy 
frat house playing Rocky Top from 2015. That's my favorite <laughs> video of all time. Can we get a replay of that? How much motivation does Michigan State have after blowing a lead against Indiana and losing in overtime? And now they go to face James Franklin, who would love to run a score up. He would. It's a very interesting, interesting question. I would think the old, the old Spartans really gonna fight tooth and nail for a uh, for for a trip to New York and the and the pinstripe ball. No, I don't. I, I don't see that. And also, it's home crowd. You're gonna have a crowd there. Last home game, and uh, when Clifford's done, Aller's gonna come in, and I think he's gonna have free reign, just like Klubnik did last week, um, getting Clemson there with the cover. So I would, if there's a blowout out here, I would take Penn State. Um, when you're looking at these high double digits at home, so LSU A and M, you could have it. <laughs> you want you want to oh. try and fi- you want to try and figure out what's going on in the uh, in in the minds of uh, the A and M locker room right now. Guys transferring out, fans don't even care anymore. Like it, good luck. Yeah, I I would just like to see LSU go out and take care of business, but it's easier said than done. Knowing what when no one's what's at stake for them. I mean Correct. if Michigan and Ohio State are going to get caught, uh I could easily see LSU getting caught. How about the red hot Syracuse Orange given 10 and a half at Boston College? Or the, or the, or the red hot, yeah, exactly. That's how bad BC is. Hit Miami. I think Miami might show up this week. Yeah. I I, I do I think that's too many. Okay. They, they, they've they've played pretty well against Pitt and beaten them quite a few times when they probably shouldn't have. Underdogs have done, and, and then Pitt obviously beat them in seventeen when Miami was like that fraudulent number two or three, whatever they were. I, I could I could see Miami bowing up in this game and and playing and playing well. I mean, their defense played pretty well last week. They did, uh, which which was surprising. So. Not like Pitt is a bunch of world beaters on offense, so we, we, we'll see. I, I I could I could get talked into taking the six and a half there. Okay, West Virginia, Oklahoma State, you can have it. NC State plus six and a half Friday against North Carolina in Chapel Hill. That was a beautiful result last week with NC State. Like like team total under game game under. We talked about that how they just wouldn't be able to score. That was good. Uh, I'm just trying to find something that sticks out on a Tuesday. Exactly. Before, <laughs> before these before these lines move like three points. Yeah, it's we got action back on Saturday. Not sure what to think there. Rice getting 13 and a half again. Oof. Not pretty they last got a, week. They got, a, they got a bunch of injury problems. Yeah, a ton. And they don't have a roster to overcome those, so. That's that's the tough part about getting to this season. All right. Uh, anything else on the docket? You're going to be where are you at? Minnesota or Columbus, New England? Columbus. Oh, nowhere. No, thir- no, no Thursday game this week. Oh, they stole it from you. Yeah, they we got. They, or did they, Al they, just they, say here? Take Thanksgiving night. <laughs> <laughs> if if he did, I will thank him next week when I see him in New England. No, I, I get I get a Thursday home, which is good. Then there I got we go. Colum- and then I got Columbus. Columbus Friday morning for the show on Saturday, and then we go to L.A. Uh, on Saturday after the show, and then Red Eye home on a 
after the game Saturday. So it'll be good. Quick, quick, quick little, uh, quick little weekend, which is good. How was Bozeman? It was awesome. Yeah, it was. It was cold, but it was awesome. I'm so, I'm so happy that we did finally get there to be able to do it. Um, it was it was interesting when with about an hour and fifteen or hour and a half remaining to go on the show, one of the 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 the, the crew members on the set came over to him and was like, "Yeah, we have to we have to unplug the heaters because the generators are about to potentially blow, so we need to unplug everything that is not uh, necessary. So heat was not necessary." Uh, at that point, staying on the air was necessary. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it was. It was. A, it was a little cold, but uh, it was good. It was okay. It was fun. Are the people from Missoula still mad at you? Went to Bozeman? No, I don't think so. I, I met quite a few people who were. Uh, again, I shouldn't say they're from Missoula, but okay. they were. They were Montana fans, and, and they were. They were very, very happy to. Uh, to see us and, and be around the show. So I think maybe they, they got over it. They probably didn't get over their team's performance. On Oof, they got whipped. Yeah, they did. 21, seven to start the first quarter. And Surprising. then was... that, that defense just got worked. Mm. Be- beautiful country out there. You were out there, man. Gorgeous. You were out there. All right. I think that's going to do it. Cause there is not yeah. much turning the wheel. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're, uh, <laughs> We're, yeah, we're, we're, we're grasping at straws here. We, I wish I could give you some World Cup picks, but we did that last week. Remember what, remember what Taylor and I were saying about, about Iran? I always check their lineups and stuff, and they, mm-hmm. they, they, they didn't start some players, and they, they, they dug themselves a hole, and that, that, that didn't work out too well. But uh, by the way, a beautiful result here with the, uh, the nil-nil between Denmark and uh, Tunisia. That was good. I, I was just going to say uh... – I'm just watching watching Tunisia. I'm gonna guess they had the toughest pre camp conditioning test. They look like they got some guys that just won't quit. <laughs> Good luck putting that team away. Uh the rest of this tournament. They get a nice tie. All right. Um a point. other than that, travel safe, my friend. Have a great week. How many Italian dishes do you have on top of the turkey and fixings? No, none. No? None. Mm-mm. Okay. No, we're 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 traditional uh, Thanksgiving turkey and, and all the fixings. I haven't decided what I'm going to do uh, tomorrow night yet. When when the family comes, if, I'm, if we're going to do a uh, a big ziti or lasagna or something like that, okay, if, or or maybe we just order out some some pizza or something. That, that might be the, that might be the way to go. Clean if they're at your house, bear cleanup is most essential. So the pizza takes care of that. Easy exactly. Here, here, Easy. here's a card. Here's a cardboard box that can go out to the, to to, to the garbage. And, and here's and your and paper plate to put your slices oh, on. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Big Mike Happy Recap. Big Mike Happy Recap. I'm gonna say I'm gonna have BYU for sure, Army for sure, under in the game between Ohio State and Michigan. I think Texas Tech will find its way on there. Bear might have talked me into Oregon. And I do have Wazoo circled. Uh, So that will um, be my list. My official plays will be on .com later this week. Bear, your Big Mike Happy Recap. Yeah, definitely going to have Missouri. Probably have Oregon. Uh, I might might have... uh, might have Texas. I don't know. 
might have Miami, uh, might have Clemson. Whole lot of mites here. I, I'm, I'm okay. sorry, but it's like all good. Say, it's, 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 but it, 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 definitely will have the definitely will have the under in Ohio State, Michigan. Okay. Definitely will have the under in USC Notre Dame. Correct. Oh, hopefully yeah, those are a couple of one. things to uh hopefully those are a couple of, your TC your 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 Texas Tech pick is kind of interesting too. That that could that could work its way in. Mm. I, I could feel that place a little jazzed up for the Sooners visit. Uh, I believe that's a night game yeah. too, so that plays into that factor. Uh it uh, is. All right, my man. Um again, great holiday. To everybody out there, thank you again for listening. Downloading every week, checking out the column. Bear still killing it uh, with his record. We're staying over five hundred over here. That's that's the process. We're looking forward to the next couple of weeks. Obviously, there's a lot to play for. And to be honest, with the playoff, I don't I don't have any feelings. I didn't bet anything. I didn't jump on any to make the playoff. So that's why I I I don't know how this is going to play out, and therefore no. I don't feel like wagering on it because it no. feels unprecedented but it feels awesome that we have this many teams in the mix at the same time so that's why there's no plays on that shout out to i mean i had tons of people tweet out at me last week about the idea of riding caleb to the heisman i still think he was double digits two weeks ago and people are riding that home good luck to you with that if they ride this thing out there's no doubt in my mind uh he'll win the award so uh, shout out to the people that pulled the trigger on that one because I did not. Uh, other than that, Bear, take us away. Before I take us away, I was going to say yeah, the, just going to sh- piggyback on what you said there about the playoff. Like the the one play that I felt like strongly about was that if Tennessee won out, they would be in the playoff, and here we are losing as a 22-23 point dog or whatever they were. So, yeah, it'll be curious to see what the pecking order is the rest of the way with USC, TCU, and, and Clemson, and how that plays out. And I would think it is now down to uh, Stroud or or Caleb. If, 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 if Coram can't play, that'll be a uh, that'll be an interesting way to, way, to, way to see how this thing finishes. But well, that'll, that, that is it. And always remember that the less you bet, the more you lose when you win. You can listen or follow the Stanford Steve and the Bear podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Plus, don't miss more from Stanford Steve on ESPN Sports Center with Scott Van Pelt. And check out the Bear on College Game Day on ESPN.